So welcome. This is uh, Gary Hobbs and Joyce Chen from the Learning Practice at the College of West Anglia. This is the first and introductory session to what we hope is going to be a continuing series of conversations and chats with staff across the college. And this is Thrive, our College of West Anglia podcast. So as I say, my name is Gary Hobbs. I'm just going to introduce you now to my colleague, Joyce Chen. And Joyce is going to talk to us a little bit um, about her role in the college, her experience and a brief description about her job. So welcome, Joyce. Good afternoon. How are you? Very well, thank you. I'm very excited to be here and Good. very excited about our very first podcast. So I'll just introduce myself briefly. Um, I'm Joyce Chen. I work in the same department as Gary, the learning practice. Now, if you don't know anything about the learning practice, basically we are a bunch of teaching and learning assessment advanced practitioners, and we focus a lot on teacher education programs, quality and organizational development. And you may notice that we deliver a lot of training events as well. So uh, in terms of my job role, you know, I'm also a course director for level four certificate in education and training. So as Gary said, you know, we decided to do something different. Um, we thought perhaps we should try out a podcast. And the purpose of this podcast is really to connect staff across the College of West Anglia. So it doesn't matter which department you are working in, to get to know each other and talk about your passion and how you, know, you motivate yourselves particularly during the challenging times. As we know, you know, the last year or so, it's been challenging for everybody. And I think there's a need for staff across different departments to connect and learn about each other. So Gary, what about you? Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Um, so just to sort of uh, echo what Joyce was saying, really, that's, that's my role as well, to support teaching and learning. Uh, but more kind of fundamentally, I think, I'd like to think that I'm there supporting staff in, in all shapes and sizes and, and in all guises, really, because I think teaching um, is a difficult job. It's uh, something that takes a lot of kind of insight and um, it's quite a creative process as well. And I think that's probably why I was drawn to the post when I first applied to come into the college, because um, I think one of the things that drives me forward, certainly when my teaching and learning was disappointment, which sounds like a bit of an odd way of um, quantifying why you're doing something really. But in the sense that I think if, if you come out of a classroom and you think, I wonder if they got that, I wonder if they understood what that was about, I wonder if I've done that well enough. And that's the kind of drive and the, the sort of thing that keeps me going, really, or, or striving to try to improve, really. And I don't necessarily think that's against some sort of metric or some sort of scale. It's just a kind of an inner kind of um, drive, really, to try and do something a little bit better the next time, um, to be a bit more creative. And I think that's why Joyce and I are always trying to embrace and support new technology and new tools and new ways of thinking about teaching and learning. And hopefully by our enthusiasm and our kind of constant sort of nagging doubt about whether we're doing it right, hopefully we'll support staff. And I think at the moment, um, teaching has certainly become quite a, a lonely experience looking at a screen for, for days on end with learners there or not there. Um, I think we probably need to sort of share some of our thoughts and feelings, not too much kind of navel gazing, I don't think, but in order that we can build up a community of practice share good practice but share also some of the problems and and hint at what we can do in terms of solutions so 
that, that's a very long answer to a very short question from Joyce. That's who I am and that's why I'm interested in developing this podcast going forward. I'm sure throughout our podcast series, you know, you'll all get to know us very well. <laughs> so um, I think what the main question, as I mentioned earlier, and Gary actually responded to part of it really, is, is what motivates you? You know, what is your passion? So perhaps I will, you know, ask Gary first, and then I will obviously talk about my, my own experience. Yeah, I, I, it comes out of, I think I've always felt that I'm able to sort of disseminate learning and knowledge and have an enthusiasm for it. But also I think the thing that guides me most is an enthusiasm for learning in its, in its entirety, really. Um, always wanting to be curious about the world in which you inhabit and trying to instill that or, or allow learners to see the benefit and the beauty of that, really. Um, and I think that's the thing which draws most of us into teaching is that enthusiasm for learning and for trying to um, get learners to be more involved in the world and to see the world in the same way that you or I do. Um, and I, I'm also from a creative background. You know, my, my um, training is in art and design, and that's a long time ago since I do that. I, I'm still a practitioner in art and design. And one of the things about that is that you're always reflecting I'm always trying to sort of think, what should I do next? Where do I need to go with that? And I think that's my passion really is, uh, as I say, is, is a sense of disappointment, but it's also about re a reflective, how could I make that better? What could I do next? What are learners thinking? How do I, how do I enable them to, to think in the same way that I do? And that's my passion really, to try and instill that in other people. Um, and that can be in very quiet, simple um, ways really. Um, but also I think it's just about, I think we're all social creatures and that's certainly why we're drawn to teaching. And that's probably why at the moment, quite a lot of us are, are, are feeling that quite keenly that um, we want to be in amongst the learners. We want to be in amongst our colleagues and share in practice and that kind of literally that community in a college. And um, yeah, that's what I'd like to support. That's my passion, really. I think people and conversations and, and learning. Yeah, you can't see it because we are doing the recording by sound, but I sort of kept nodding my head, you know, because I just- Yes, we'll have to work out what's a, what's a way of doing a virtual nod, Joyce. I mean, I know we've got all these emojis, <laughs> but I'm not quite sure where a virtual nod might be. I had to invent a virtual bacon sandwich the other day, and that was very difficult, so. <laughs> well, that's not easy, you know, I like to no. see that. So I, I just have to echo what Gary just said, really. And interestingly, you know, the key word I put down on the paper, you know, when you ask me about my passion is the people, actually, the people around me. Mm. That includes colleagues, students, anything around my life, really. So I'm talking about beyond my work. So I think personally, I always believe, you know, lifelong learning is for everyone. You know, I don't think there's any barrier. You know, yes, we may have you know, challenges, but I do believe that, you know, to create, you know, an inclusive, you know, community, you know, everyone should believe that, you know, we can learn, you know, and there's no limits, you know, there's no limit to age, there's no limit to, you know, any disabilities or difficulties. And I think equally, personally, I think being curious is important too, you know, and Interestingly, you know, I was brought up in a very different uh, cultural background. So everything was very conformed. And 
you know, you kind of learn because of what the teachers tell you to do. But the older I get, I've become even more curious, you know. I just feel, particularly in current situation, there's so much out there. You know, if you want to look for it, there's always something. There's always a course. There's always a YouTube clip. There may be a book or there may be a podcast available to you if you want to do it, you know, if you, if you have the motivation to do it. And I think sometimes we seem to lose that, you know, and my boy is four year old. And when you look at him, you just kind of realize, oh, how, how can I have, you know, how can I lose the curiosity, you know, because actually we should continue that curiosity. Mm. So I think that is ultimately why I basically, you know, I, I started off a primary school teacher in Taiwan. And I just, I just found teaching and education is just so fascinating because there's no one day the same, you know, and we have to keep updating ourselves. No, that's certainly true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, I think that's the beauty of teaching as well, isn't it? There's the kind of sense of anticipation. I, I know it's different at the moment because we're work, walking through virtual doors, not with virtual bacon sandwiches in our hand, but we're walking through virtual doors in the same way. Um, but I, yeah, there's a kind of a slight kind of, uh, well, a, like a nervous excitement, isn't there, of walking through the door and just thinking, so what are they going to be like today? What's going to happen today? Where am I going to take them? What do we need to learn? And I think you're right, Joyce, it's that curiosity, really. And, it, you know, I think um the excitement of actually finding out what learners do know and and their view of the world i think it's it's a very kind of um what's the word um, elevating kind of experience to be amongst young people with their kind of minds and you just think i wouldn't have thought of that at all i don't know where you're coming from but that's really interesting um and other people's points of view so yeah i think you're right it's the people isn't it that's why we're drawn to teaching i think definitely and then coming back to what you just mentioned about the communities of practice and i think communities of practice are also built on trust support mm -hmm. care love compassion so i think you know again as a college you know there are so many fantastic people you know in the college and i, I really benefit from it you know it's that kind of energy and then again you know going back to our podcast you know we would really love to speak to different people at different departments yep. so get in touch you know yeah. um, yeah. you can always email us drop us a line on teams chat and our plan is to put the podcast within the staff room area on teams chat so you know please watch this space and please get in touch if you've got something to share you know it could be anything or any ideas you know you would like to share on the podcast yeah, but certainly I would echo that. And I think it's, you know, this is an opportunity, I think, to celebrate staff in 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 all sorts of ways, um, celebrate their insights, celebrate their kind of their passion as well. And uh, by doing that, hopefully we will get through this kind of current difficulty, but, um, you know, pick up when where we left off in the college and, and move forward. And I think that's certainly something you need to do. We need to celebrate what the college is able to do and what staff miraculously have been able to do through all this kind of difficulty really so there's something in there that we need to um, expose and show and demonstrate to other people really so that's what this is this podcast hopefully will be about yeah definitely i think it's time to get a real bacon bath now 